Hi everyone and welcome back to our full album review for Rod Diggers Dirty Harriet. This is the Classic Quest podcast, the show where we break down the classic hip-hop albums track by track, giving thoughts and opinions on every single song. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend Bonnie. And the kinds of albums that we like to talk about are stuff like Rod Digger's Dirty Harriet. This That's is right. the second half of the album review. So if there's some stuff that is a contact list or whatever, you can go watch the first half and then you know you can bump on over to this one. Or if all your favorite tunes are on this half, you Here can you stay go. tuned as we go through it. There's a full itinerary in that the whole thing down below. But before we get into that, I make music music you can check that out i put out a track recently called lose weight it's on this this very channel and i got an album coming soon so you can check for that um and if you like what we do patreon links in description you can support us that would be hella dope anyway you could say that i'm just a break fool or just a general fool so this this chorus over here has everything that the ladies anthem previously discussed on the first part of this album is lacking in my opinion that energy the vibe that like it's just it's just kind of popping like you know how we're in the way do the ladies run this had this dry slow whatever right. this is something i could actually see people wanting to like get up and move and fucking vibe to you know i don't know there's just something to it the way she like slaps uh, the like just the, the you know the energy of it like this is the way you know the smoky chilling and you know it's just got this energy to yeah. it she just sounds like she's fucking turned up she's having a great time it's for anybody everybody etc i just i just really like it um but what do you think about this track um yeah i mean i agree it definitely has like a, a super hype beat and like the beat like like i listened to it and i was like do i know this beat like like it mean it, it made me like I was like in my head I was like racking my brains I'm like and is this like an Aaliyah track like is this like some beat that she worked on like it just sounds so familiar and I couldn't figure out who it is and maybe it's just sounds like something but it, it definitely like has like I don't know stands out makes me think of something else but I can't remember what or figure it out but anyways um but yeah this is for like the people that are chill during the day but they come to life at night and are like the champions and like win every night and you know do what they need to do and uh, i mean it's i mean it's i don't know it's cool i like it it definitely has um, a, a great hook i like that a lot um her sound and her strength in her like voice is like awesome like she's really like forceful but like controlling like at the same time like not like i don't know if that makes sense but um i don't know and this one also sounds like a little bit more like radio friendly like this would play on like a you know radio station or whatever like this would be like the hit i guess so um did have a music video yeah uh, and uh a lot honestly, of in there forgettable video yeah, I mean, just dancing around and singing in the club, I guess. It's, um, I don't know, it has good energy, and it's like, you know, she's like a strong lady force. I like it. Um, I give this one a 4.4 on 5. Fair enough. Um, I definitely feel like this song was meant to be like a hit single for the era mm -hmm. of like that time. It reminds me a lot of like the Swiss Beats kind of slapping radio single. I don't know if I ever heard this before, to be honest. Like, it's possible I did. But here's the thing. I feel like 
in the same way that her technique is ridiculous and i just want to keep emphasizing that the way she raps is top notch yeah she fucking hits the pocket properly this hook is ridiculously good but at a lyrical front i don't know i don't know if it was because she was fucking with flip mode or what it is exactly but it just feels like like this doesn't feel like anything ex- like super substantial compared to some of the other tracks like this feels like a label or somebody forced her to make this song is okay. my opinion because it's just like i don't know like considering what comes next on the album right like yeah. the next track right it, it's just so fire it's just so hard right just to give you context i actually like a lot of things on this album and i really enjoyed listening to this song right so when i'm listening to the energy of it it's fucking great when i listen to the way she rides the beat is so great but i don't have a lot to comment on the lyrics it just kind of sounds like any other club banger except that rod digger rips an energy that makes me actually want to li- i'm gravitated to her yeah but i'm not really gravitated to the production or mugshots on this one but i think it sounds good like if this came on right after like party up and a few other things in the right vibe i'd be feeling it yeah for sure but like if this also came on after the other kinds of songs i might not be feeling it has that kind of a vibe okay yeah so i'm gonna it's give a it a, a 4.35 because again rod digger is take the acapella off this and throw it on a different beat and a different vibe entirely i i, I feel like that about many beat tracks on this project right. i think it would be fucking stellar anyway that's all i gotta say about that you know what's really dope though what straight uh straight spit into yeah. part two everything about this song is perfect i mean oh, wow. the beat is perfect Okay, I mean, the beat is just, like, grimy, right? It has mm-hmm. a griminess to it. It almost feels mob deepish in the way that it kind of flows in. You just keep your... Like, it doesn't sound corny. It almost comes off more on that. You could still listen to it forever, ever. Whereas the last yeah. beat, honestly, it only makes sense if you throw it on that 2000s party pop playlist from back in the day, right? This one, I could just throw on and it creates a vibe. I don't know. I feel like it hits heavy. And then the way she just spits is so hard. Like, my shit is tight, if not the tightest. My stats stay bubbling how Pepsi and Sprite is. That is more witty and clever just because you're bubbling like Pepsi and Sprite is Mm -hmm. because those are sodas. Y'all get it? Yeah. But that's better than every bar on the last track. And that's just the first, like, two bars of that verse. Everything. Yeah. Everything she wrote on her pen game on this track is just ridiculous. I fuck a head up like the ex-girl turned dyke bitch, the nicest on one like unicyclist. I'm just like, oh, that's hard hating on the language front. Like, that's some strong language. But also fucking fly because it is kind of nice to watch a unicyclist go. And the fact that she accidentally rhymes dyke bitch with unicyclist, that's fire. I Like, that's fire ice picks is the next time when the pussy running deeper than stab wounds from ice picks keeping up both the impressive use of imagery and the ridiculous fucking attack that she's been going on with this narrative so fuck the last track in terms of the content i'm sorry it feels like somebody made her do it and this is some fucking raw diggity da i don't i, I don't know this is just it goes on like that the whole way through but then on top of that, you got that, that like, ride it, ride it, straight spit it, like the fucking chorus thing. Oh, it's just good. It's just, it's got it all. You just, what else, what else could you possibly fucking want in this kind of a track? I just, I, 
it just slaps and she spits hard and then you literally hear her like spitting up in like the fucking beat at points yeah. she has the theatrics that were fucking awesome on tracks like Harriet Hugman uh Harriet Thugman and shit I don't know this is it this is I think this might be the pinnacle of this album as mm. far as quality goes it's just I could listen to this any day of the week anytime and it's just ill I I spell MTV all the way down to your mixtape. Fuck yo, she does. This track's ridiculous. I don't know. I could just repeat myself for a while. I think you get it. Five on fucking five. Wow. The right. ad libs, the dynamic voices, like she layers her voices in parts, like everything. She does it all. Wow. Maybe yeah, you've got a really uh, good appreciation for this one. Maybe I need to go like listen to it one more time or something. Yo, this is fire. You best be careful <laughs> what you say here, because like, the hip hop heads is watching. Like I, like I get it. Like I just found, <sighs> <laughs> like I did find it like it just uh, like a little bit too much for me. Like there's a lot going on like sonically. Like I, like I don't know. Like there, it's just like the like with like that or whatever the, the, the like i don't know like there was like that weird like breathing like mixed cl like clip that was like mixed in of like this woman like breathing like all the time and so i found that kind of annoying uh but like it's interestingly mixed like this one like i like that and i do like her raps i thought like you know like what she was saying and like you know her word use and everything was you know great I nothing bad about more that rhymes than silicone in california yeah Oh. crazy like south park and hotter than south beach i like that you know i'm a big south park fan so i always appreciate when i see that kind of stuff i don't know if she's talking about like the show or just like the place but uh, i'm gonna take it as the show um but yeah anyways i don't know this one was like it was less than great for me um but and also what was the first part like because this is a uh, straight spitting part two there was no first part on the album, so uh, maybe it was like okay. from another album maybe or something. Maybe it's from something else. Maybe you know. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. I'm just saying too. I just wanted to know what it was. You know, maybe I should go check it out. Maybe it maybe, makes more maybe, sense maybe. if you hear both. But what? This is straight spitting. There's no more context relevant. This I'm track just... is straight spitting. It like, lives I get what up it is. to like, the I name Ala Max. Okay, like I don't know what else you can do. Like for like, me, maybe it, I just. I don't know. Like, I would like, like the I like the last more, song more than a, I like this a, one. Shit, you... man! Look at here, like the way she does that part, yes. like the yo she dances, yo she smacks that beat around. She does a million fucking flows on this shit. She changes it up so much. She's and every bar is witty, witty like sharp, you know, like like she lives up to like all of it, like yeah. Like if you were to show this to a to like in my opinion, like, like a I proper agree. hip hop I agree. Head, like I think that like dude, everything she's to doing this. is fine, but like Whereas I just wasn't in one, love with it as much. The last one, like I mean, it sounds like a good time. Like I like a good time more but than I can, like, more than I like a poetry session. We up in the VIP <laughs> versus like uh, we all have our preferences. It's fine. Four point one. Because all that blase blah ain't hated. I'm just gonna quote her about her. Oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> so yeah, four point one. Oh, I don't like your grade. What's up with that? So many things. I like this one, um, but I do have to admit the beat. It's kind of an in between of the last two. 
I feel like it it ages better than the club banger, which keep in mind, we're the right age for that club banger. So if we like it, it doesn't mean it's good. It means we were 13 when that shit was popping. Okay. It reminds us of our early induction into good. Sure. Yeah. Because that is the sound of our high school party. Sound of our youth. It really, like, it really is like. Anyway, Swizz Beats ha- and uh, T- uh, Timbaland and a few others have almost a virtual monopoly on the pop music of the shit we grew up with because of when we grew up. So I'm going to say that that party song was there. This shit, though, I think is more interesting to listen to on that front. But we went back into the point where the pen game's on point. Everything's fucking good to listen to. She has occasional lyrics that poke through interesting lines like Spendo and Pub saying no to Scrubs with the crisp deep voice that they with overdubs. And on that note, it's dope. She's fucking consistent, you know? Like, she is making hits like the oldies, which I guess this is an oldies track all things considered even for her era and it sounds fire what's up with that i like yep. the way she laces in that hook caspi front and let they yo know me yo what's up with that so she it almost sounds like everything is supposed to be exactly what it is and she hits it fucking like ridiculous like verse danton worse than armageddon worse than the kids running around bomb setting it's it's like it's hard mine threatening like a couple hits of mescaline like it hits hard and i can go through the rest of the track it's fucking dope another just humorous one will put a rapper on his ass like war milk and ovaltine clever as yep. fuck but i found it really hard to like get into the track i don't know again it's more the production than her she's so fun to listen to and I, I i don't know there's this one dude that's like a okay on youtube like it's like an a okay and he just does these fucking weird mixes and if he took this album and he laid it down on something completely different i think it would like it would make this super pristine yeah. or something so i'm gonna give this a 4.25 because i don't know i I can't say it. it's just another fly track that Rod Digga's performance is excellent, but I'm having more trouble getting into it over things that are not Rod Digga. Right. Um, yeah, this one it felt, you know, kind of more of the same, like, you know, she's not really telling us anything like new and exciting here. Um, you know, she's like a, a bad bitch and she spits hard and that's kind of um what she's talking about the beat is kind of nice i liked it um you know it does have that kind of like grimy sort of like feeling to it but it has like mixed in it has like a violin playing and then there's cricket sounds and so it's like you're like it definitely like makes me think of nighttime like i'm like on the streets with you out at nighttime like maybe in new jersey like you're kind of getting like that feel like it's a little urban but like i don't know it's like kind of creepy i guess in a sense a little bit um it's the same guy as the last beat okay yeah that was cool yeah um so like yeah anyway so she's like spitting hard and she's like you know wrapping her hood and that's what she's talking about you know she's talking about new jersey um and, and you're talking about like the moves that she's making and you know people might question her but he, she's here like killing it so she don't you know really care and um yeah i mean i like her flow i she does a really good job on this one um you know uh yeah i get it and like i don't know i liked her rhymes and um the title made me think of let me know if you think of it um the snl skit with the same song title what's up with that what's up with that if anyone knows what i'm talking about but uh yeah i don't know it was another one so i gave it a 4.35 on five fair enough it might be that like the sound grows on you with time the more you listen to it i'm gonna give it credit on that front because 
I don't think it's poorly made. I feel like it's a hit or miss sound. I don't yeah. know if that makes a lot of sense because I just don't want to convey like I'm being a hater or something for the people. I don't think that you're being a hater like when this. you loved like the last song so so hard. That's fair. But chill. Anyway, I guess you're being so cool. That's your pretty lady usual. Friend, Bonnie. This is one of those beats where I feel like you have to be a really good rapper to make it sound good, and she is a really good rapper, and therefore she makes it really really sound good because yo it's a weird beat mm. it takes like a second it's like whatever and it just <laughs> is like abrupt sounds and shit and it's got its own little flow and swagger to it but the truth is i should be calling ra the uh, conductor because she's leading the way for me with her underground vibes and being self-employed etc but she really does lead the way over this beat she fucking crushes it um I don't want to waste time. I'm not going to lie. It's fucking the same commentary in the same kind of way, except mm-hmm. that I like the beat a lot more, and I like the way she hits it a lot more. I like the way she flows on this shit. I like the chorus. She's so cool. Like, it's just fucking nice. It's different. It kind of adds a little bit of splice to the album. It's got a cool thing, but I agree too, right? Because I do think Rodega is pretty cool. I have left this project uh overall feeling this impression that she really is a extremely talented mc and what you know like i don't know about all the other ones that we reviewed i'm not saying they're not like we've seen a, a lot of different things we've seen some flexi talent in regards to like you know somebody like the brat with the kind of iggity diggities and shit mm-hmm. we've seen somebody like queen latifah with the strength and spiritual like guidance and like whatever but i feel like rod digga if a dude spit the lyrics it really would you like it, it would be like that only rod dig is just so fucking ill like yeah. she's like the person in the feminist movie that's like you don't need to call me a woman i'm just i'm just fucking good but in this case it's fucking facts like her talent level alone is holding it down and i don't mean that to come off like misogynistic i mean a lot of the ladies do lady rap Queen Latifah had a feministic tone to her entire thing. But she also mentions, like, talking about, like, she's used the word feminist in her rhymes. Like, and I, know I believe I'm... she is a feminist. Yeah. And I believe that throughout the course of this shit that she has dropped a lot of female powerful concepts. Yeah. But in the ruse of still being exactly what everyone else is doing in the Ross purest form of hip hop without making it essential focus. And I think, focus. like, as much as she... So, okay, sorry, not to cut you off. Yeah. Other people make it the focus of their image. Rod Digger does the opposite. Her image is I'm a ill fucking MC and I find she tucks the social political shit in the middle of the bars almost like seasoning on it. So you know who the fuck she is. And she is all that because I don't want to take it away. Because, yo, big ups to all the other people for the strong. Like Queen Latifah is a fucking hero. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But you listen to that album and it's I am the queen. It's like loud up front in your fucking face right first and missy elliott too has like that kind of it's almost like a central focus i am this whereas rod digger is just like i got bars oh and i'm a strong independent woman you see what i'm saying i feel like there's a tone switch there where i guess in a sense i feel like she's a really good emissary feminist to men like i think what it is i think well not what it is but i think like part of it is the fact that she comes across um more masculine i guess um you know like her voice is deep and it's strong and powerful and she's not 
she's she's not singing up here she's singing down oh, i mean she's not singing down here but like you know like her voice is just gruffer and it's like, like it's but she's kind of like i don't care i'm a woman this is a woman's voice but it reminds me of like Deal rhapsody like, rhapsody yeah. like just wraps her fucking ass off yeah she doesn't the fact that she's a woman is reflected through her bars and her experiences but the fact is when i think of rhapsody i think rapper i don't think woman rapper no, 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 no. Like, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> when I think Rodiga in my head, it's like rapper first. It's like the rhymes are so like the focus of who she is that the fact that she's a woman almost feels secondary to in the way that a lot of ill MCs. It's I like, think it just becomes one like synonymous. It's like you know when you when I say rapper in your in your I, mind often so more like, often than not you're gonna think man a guy you're gonna think of a guy that you're gonna have a vision of what a rapper looks like to you so for me to say female rapper oh okay that's gonna give you a different image if i just say rapper you're always more often than not going to think of a man and i totally appreciate that but i think part of why that is is because there's so few uh because again how often is it that the the female rappers and again it might be branding it might just be all men yeah. especially the way men gatekeep in this industry and shit so i want to make this abundantly clear i'm not blaming women or trying to slut shame or say anything no, about no, it i, I think, think a lot of this shit's yeah. fucking if you watch my like speech in the first part of the intro on this album you'll see where like i really feel strongly about a lot of these things i think it's more it's 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 a, it is a reflection on a lot of us and how we we treat the different NCs. But at the same time, like look at Lil Kim, look at her entire image. Look at how many of these people's entire images were like, I'm a woman, I'm a hoe, I'm a like being a woman almost felt like a central part of. But she was powerful in like who she was and what she was like, and what she did and like she you know embraced also everything. Also keep in mind, I watched a lot of State of the Culture and Remy Ma has absolutely influenced my perception on on lady mcs <laughs> and one thing i can say about remy ma is even though she has a fucking song about feeling the heartbeat of her kids and shit remy ma is a rapper mm-hmm. a yep. rapper and then you think of a woman in the same way that rod dig is a fucking rapper right and that's and again it's like i don't think I, I, I don't feel like their gender is as inbred and that's something that's interesting. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm missing the mark, but I think that's why she's maybe more digestible to men. It's because the fact that she's a woman is not being shoved down my face here. And right. even her, like, it make like, I just, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. That's what I think was bothering me a bit. In one of the music videos, she's like hypersexualized. And I don't know if that's her that chose to be that fair. But it feels like listening to the bars, that's not the kind of decision that I feel like she would have made based on how she's presented herself in these bars. But, you know, she, you know, again, like, you know, women don't have to be like put into like one box and be like, this is all you can be. And, you know, you're not allowed to ever be sexy. You're not allowed to, you know, like if you're going to if you're going to be the tomboy and you're going to be sort of like like that sort of image then you're not allowed to also you know wear a bra and like little panties in the club or something like it's i i I feel you on that but then we're talking about like i get also the image of it and like trying to sell it male dominated industry at the time of the 2000s i like like i mean i don't know i don't know you know which which one is the right answer totally you might be correct that i'm just projecting but i feel like yo she should be like and this maybe it's she should just be into some gritty shit fucking spitting with graffiti around you know wearing a fucking puffy hoodie i don't know yeah just because that's what it kind of sounds like 
I don't know, maybe like as a woman, you would do something different with your fashion or whatever. But I'm saying the one of the video, I can't remember, I think it's tight. Like it just felt like hypersexualized in a way that was weird. It just, it just didn't fit right with the way she was rhyming to me. And again, I could be projecting here. Yo, I'm not right, okay? I know I come off like I know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. I know this is a bit of a distraction away from the track, but I think it's an interesting topic still. And if you're watching this, Rod Digger, no disrespect. I think you are a fucking yeah, talented all, all respect. MC, like for real reals. Because uh, I don't know. I saw that you made a YouTube channel recent. And I commented. Maybe you watched this. Um, but like straight up. I respect the shit out of it and it makes me wonder a lot because I know she stopped working with Flip Mode and mm -hmm. we were watching that little DJ Vlad clip where like Vlad sent the lady could talk to her himself I thought it was like fuck that's funny but then again it's 2012 Vlad so I don't know what Vlad's operations like back then um, I do know he has a B team to talk to what he feels are the B celebrities he doesn't Ooh. talk to like everybody and not everything makes the YouTube channel um, but I, feel, I was watching and she's like I don't want to it almost felt like she didn't want to deal with being part of the Flip Mode squad like it felt well, like I think that she's you know she did that and she's done and it's, it just makes you what wonder it what it, it's like to be part of that crew to be the girl in the squad because yo keep in mind at that time all the squads had their token female who had to play that role and yeah. like there's so much politics and shit that would have gone into like like in it this probably, project you know maybe I don't know maybe she has you know she resents you know having done it or you know something happened or you know maybe nothing happened I don't know I'm just curious about all this stuff. I think it's all relevant to the album review. Yeah. All of it, everything here is relevant and important stuff to consider because, um, again, I don't know the full history of Flipma and, and her or whatnot, but I'm saying this would have been like, because you can see it in everything from like the intro and, and then like, the token tracks. And this was definitely tracks, the time. Like, and of... then the way Busta Rhymes is all over every music video. and Because, yo, this, is, this, this feels like an extension of Busta Rhymes. Yeah. A little bit. Not her. Some of them. The sounds, the overall tone on the album. It feels like the album is an extension of the Busta Rhymes universe more than, like, and maybe that's what it took back then. Like, again, I'm in a lot of ways curious because we i understand 2020's music marketing game is completely fucking but, like, different you have to like put yourself in like the headspace of whatever like you know when she was writing this it was probably like late 1999 or whatever uh you know like the spice girls had you know come and gone by this point i guess like they were you know uh you know so like that feminist that kind of second like girl power like kind of strengthened and i made a lot of, i don't know i don't know i think that there was a lot of like you know women artists and women kind of took to the stage and you know took charge again um not that they weren't taking charge but i think that it was just kind of they were more embracing of it i guess i don't know Ooh. like women I'm, I'm not sure how the Spice Girls correlate to this. To like, no, I'm just like trying to like put myself like in like the time when like this was being written and like, you know, what was I going mean, on and what was popular like, and like, 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 if you said Queen Latifah, and no, but like, all these yeah, but Queen Latifah would have been like TLC or cause these are all people that would have been strong mm -hmm. feminist role models in like a league where I could see a correlation leading to Rod Digga. But like, I just think I mean, everybody like probably saw Spice Girls, but I mean, I don't know how but I much. but I really no but I, I I know it's probably sounds very whatever but like um, like I know that the Spice Girls definitely like played like a big part in like kind of pushing like the feminist movement again like this was like the third wave of it or the second wave of it again like I think there was sort of like or maybe more for like the youth or something like that I don't know I know they did something good girl power but 
Maybe I'm just like. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I I'm not feeling that Rod Digger wrote a feminist album here. I think she's a strong woman that said I'm a woman of integrity on this project. I don't feel a lot of feminism. I feel like she's a feminist. I feel like if anything, uh, I'm I'm just saying for myself. Like I feel like she has some great. It's more like it's the same shit I like in Griselda. It's the same shit I like in everyone else. She's giving you good fucking advice on how to live your best life. Yeah. That's what I feel in this project. So I feel like it's a weird comparison because I'm I'm not I'm not seeing the connection between. I don't know. That. Maybe I just I mean, like in my head and like, was thinking. We've something, reviewed but... like so many classic albums that came like and paved away for a raw digga long. I have nothing. I'm to not do saying with this. that. Like, it, was, like, it, was, it wasn't like a paving the way. I'm just trying to say like what was happening in like whatever, 1999. Like I'm just trying to like think about like all of the things that had just kind of. There's a lo- lot. Obviously, there's on. a lot of things going on. Isn't Biggie, like Biggie had just died. Like there's so much shit that like in 97, like I don't know. Like I, I can't picture the musical landscape because I was 10. Right. 11 12 like we weren't able to do that like our spice girls was our reality because of our age you know i guess yeah we were maybe that's why <laughs> in the clubs fucking and shit you know like radiga no. radiga was clearly out there getting drunk and rowdy at that time of life so i just anyway that's all it's all fine i mean y'all can let us know if you agree or disagree or any of that i just think it's interesting to look at the way flip mode and busta rhymes relationship because they made this album mm-hmm so it's directly correlated to like the experience and i mean i imagine this is buster rhymes trying to because he's pushing flip mode heavy at this time um and then everybody had their little squad and then everybody's squad was like the the lady rapper right everybody had that going on and even down to the like the intro it just felt like the the lady rapper album you know like i I don't know it feels like there's an archetype that is getting fulfilled here in a way that i wish i don't know like rod digger could have just held this down without a lot of that influence i think i mean don't get me wrong doing a track with buster rhymes is fucking dope I think Rod Digger was like, like, I don't know. Like, I like the ones with Busta. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know how to like fully articulate this point. I just think it felt like the label made a lot of decisions that impacted the outcome of this project, in my opinion. Okay. And uh, that that's really where I was trying to go with it all. Um, anyway, I gave this a 4.5. I think this is a fresh fucking track, and it does what it's supposed to do uh, properly. And, you know, the rhyming is on all this stuff. You know what I'm trying to say. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, for me, this one, <laughs> um, I mean, she's tough like on the rhymes again. You know, she's doing, like, you know, her good usual thing. I just find that it was kind of, again, lacking in substance a bit um you know what and you know but she's just like you know and she's just so cool and that's you know literally what the song is about and i don't even know if you mentioned it's lacking also in substance so cool yeah yeah she's just talking about how cool she is but that's she's it. doing it with a lot of substance i don't i didn't like it anyways she i didn't i don't think we mentioned that carl thomas is also featured on this one we did um it's like slower and like a chiller kind of beat like almost like a little bit like r&b ish like rappy but like still sort of i don't know um honestly i'd skip this one every time not cool so kind of boring so i gave this one a 3.8 on five um all right i guess uh we can move on to just for you then all right 
I like this one. Um, definitely, you can feel the the flip mode influence on this track. I mean, it's featuring the whole flip mode squad. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't realize Rock Marciano was involved with flip mode until now. He's a name I have seen way later on in life, who I actually really, really find talented. So that was a cool discovery to me. It looks like I never really looked that deep in the flip mode. Um, I really enjoyed the tune. I feel like everybody came through as far as a posse cut goes. It's solid. Buster Rhymes has his energy. Everyone sounds fucking solid next to him. Raw flows through and just holds it down. Um, I don't think there's like a bunch of buyers that stood out to me as far as being uh, super substantial. It's just really everybody's bigging each other up. There's some gun shit going on. There's some, you know, flossy shit going on. It's all right. It, I don't, I don't know. It's just kind of braggadocious. Uh, a lot of it to me that I find interesting, again, is the delivery. I think the way they spit together, bouncing off each other, creates like this palette of different voices that really just complement each other well. Like this is, cause you know, like sometimes you get these posse cuts on these tracks like this, where like, it's like main guy sounds super dope and everybody else just kind of sounds like second, right? I mean, nobody sounds like Busta Rhymes, let's be real, but everybody sounds good next to him in a way where like, it's just nice, you know, because let's be real, Busta being Busta a lot can be kind of overwhelming at the same time. Um, I, like, I like him, don't get me wrong. Uh, all, all things considered, I think this track just kind of delivers. I think, the, I think the beat's nice. I think it's got a great flow to it. I think overall, it just it just follows through it has this great sound it, it follow it follows up so cool perfectly in my opinion it's got a great everything to it uh it's also produced by knots who's a name i've seen quite a few times on here i think more of the songs i thought were good were produced by knots than not ha, see what i did there anyway i gave it a 4.5 i don't i don't know i don't have a lot more to say yeah um i mean it is always cool when you have uh buster rhymes on your song so i mean points for that right um you know so yeah she does have like the whole like flip mode squad here and um you know they're all good they're they're pretty cool and they add a little bit of like variety to like the album um in terms of like you know just who's on it and everything um and they're all just sort of talking about like how badass they are and you know some of like the shit that they've done and whatever else and how they kind of spit hard and true and this is for like the people that didn't take them seriously and um this is sort of like their reminder of like who they are and how they roll and what they do so um yeah it's not bad it definitely has like um an underground feel to it so i think maybe it's like the scratching that's like on the song so um yeah i gave this one a 4.1 on five all right we can move along then to fuck y'all um i feel like this track starts with the interlude that takes place at the end of just for you where all of a sudden the beat flips into this almost smooth r&b sounds and raw digger and buster rhymes are doing almost like a crude uh swooning kind of singing like and look at it, da 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 da. You just open up your mouth, girl, and taste the dick, and then fuck y'all. You know, like it's just, it's funny. Like I thought it was humorous. It's strange. It pops mm-hmm. out. It's a really good transitional interlude. I feel like if you're gonna do a skit thing, that's how you do it. And then it flows into this track, which I guess bust is off. Now we got uh, Young Z of the Outsiders. And then this track kind of flows through and it is, it's all right. I feel like 
it's a it's a bit of a step down um it's it's in a, it's an it's an enjoyable tune but it's one of those ones where they're literally just dissing each other's genders right yeah so it's like uh fuck y'all guys for treating each other like like whatever but in a sense it's like this strange and this is where like i don't fucking get the culture and i don't fucking get the times and it's 2020 and i'm a white dude sitting here talking about it and all the other fair shit that you can say but straight up this shit normalizes treating the opposite gender poorly so it doesn't sit right with me it's just like literally fuck y'all you know and then you know basically he describes some women that treat some bad shit she goes on about how many shit and it's just like what's the fucking point of this song who like really when i really think about it like who the fuck is it is it like fun is it is it really fun to collectively rally together and be like yo men ain't shit yo women ain't shit like if that's the way that people want to live yo i don't know maybe i'm the weird one here but that sounds goofy and awful this sounds like a stupid song conceptually i mean (coughs) everybody raps well i just would not listen to it because i think it's stupid (laughs) at the end of the day all right uh i gave it a 4.1 it's a really well-made song that i wish didn't exist because it's such a product of how poorly people treated each other in like 2000 everybody treats people like shit in pop media in this era because of like shit like friends which is like let's be a douchebag and call it cool which is a lot of pop culture yo you guys do not want to see my thoughts on 90s media i will fucking wreck your 90s media with my moral (laughs) fucking feelings uh it's like this but like fuck most 90s media in in like tvs and shit it's also toxic when not not like really fun trying to watch tv with him well like a lot of this shit is really (laughs) like yo did that really happen and then you start considering the social implications yo just imagine a bunch of 13 year old kids sitting there listening to this shit feeling like yo this is how i'm supposed to treat the other ones men are like this and then they grow up into people who share memes on facebook like (laughs) men ain't shit and then guess what genders don't like each other and there's a lot of problems okay i'm not basing these feelings on nothing Mm -hmm. this is a trend that they bought they all played into for money because this kind of shit works it sells it's hot i don't know maybe she felt this way but if she did that breaks my heart because it's sad this song is sad anyway oh all right uh yeah i mean this is what it is right so um you know she's sort of like saying yeah the guys that can't keep up with her and um like fuck the guys that are like trying to like get with her or the ones that are trying to like rap battle better than her because she'll destroy you every time and then from you know from the guys we've got you know fuck y'all bitches you know so it's like the same sort of thing just directed at women and uh you know and they're just kind of just saying like you clearly can't mess with them and that's it and it's uh it, it definitely is like hype energy um it has a decent beat um i i thought it was fine i thought it was good um i thought that it would this one would be fun like live because it's like simple and hard hitting and you can have like the girls on one side and the guys on one side and then they can be like you know like a rap battle like but in terms of like you know oh guys suck girls suck like i mean if you're i don't know i don't i don't know what you should be you know rap battling over but like you know that that could be something it's just young z's basically like listen suck my dick and i'll give you all the money in the world 
Right. And then, Which is like less good, but that that's her point. And then she's like, We're making changes, we're gonna take their bail money, we're gonna fucking rob all the men. And the fact is It's is, like women taking charge. But the way that they're perpetuating it is more like Cardi B drugging men and robbing them is, is more how that verse came off to me. All I'm saying is I acknowledge straight up twenty twenty white boy lens. Okay? I'm saying how I'm seeing it. Now that's fine. without context. But some like like this doesn't sound like healthy relationship stuff. Is all I'm <laughs> no, to that's say. why I thought it was like you know it was like a rap battle type situation. Like in my mind, that's what like the song was it, made for. Like it is, but literally to like bash the other gender, which is where I was like, I don't know. But like she probably does get like you know in you know at that time she probably you know if she was participating in rap battles she probably was like oh you're just a woman like you know you can't rap for shit blah 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 and like that was probably the kind of shit that they would say to her but it's more about like so, guys who don't deal it's not like, i didn't take it like battling so you all my bitches that had it up to here we about to make changes coming in the news say fuck y'all don't trust y'all we're talking about men mm-hmm. staying up in the game give all these lazy fuckers strife at strife with them whack baby mothers fuck y'all every one of y'all let's take their bail money make it hair and nail money chanel money nice and adidas shell money like they're taking over we're taking the money that they owe us men don't pay we're gonna take their money they're fucking lazy ass bums uh let's rob them they they are all liars this is nothing to do with rap battle i don't see the rap battle elements obviously and then he's like you're a bunch of hoes you may as well just suck my fucking dick and you're just a bunch of fucking pieces of meat and then this is effectively why they don't trust each other which is interesting to me at like a deeper level than I think anybody involved in this song fucking realized. But if it was like, yo, men don't acknowledge me because I'm a woman as an MC, I would completely agree with you. But to me, the bars come off a little bit more like. Well, I think it's also like based off of like things that, you know, people that she's met and the things that she's lived through. Yeah, but I can go on Facebook and show you a thousand fucking people who, like, perpetuate these norms to this day, right? That was my point. Maybe this yeah. isn't healthy. Maybe this is just all a fucking stupid trend. Maybe, yeah. And it's toxic at, like, an ethereal level that, like, yo, your song, like, they, like I'm sure it was cool and I'm sure it slaps hard to a lot of people. But when you really think about it, it's a fucking weird premise for a song. Let's point out all sorts of reasons why my gender doesn't trust your gender and celebrate it. Yeah. That That's the song to me. Okay. I yeah. don't know. I, I, don't, I don't see how, even if it's based on your experiences, it's still a fucked up life. That's a fucked up life. That's what I was saying. Everything about this is sad or toxic. I don't know. Or both. Like, it's a weird track. It doesn't make me feel, like, warm and bubbly for Raw Digga. (laughs) No, I don't think it's supposed to. But anyways, let's uh, let's find out what the lessons of today are. I like this track because it sounds really good. The scratching's really nice. The the overall beat, like, I feel like this is some, like, real hip-hop kind of hip-hop. I really enjoy it. And then... I was trying to follow the story and I don't I don't really know what the lessons of today are and I tried to listen to each and every single word she had to say because I know that she stays raw right and I'm supposed to follow the rules and so I, I listen to her course but like going through that whole first verse right so she has three siblings and we coming up fast things aren't the same uh, she's describing this this whole like story of nice houses and you know it kind of feels a bit like a come up 
only something went bad and he turned himself in and went to jail and i'm like i don't know what the lesson is that like if you do something wrong you're gonna feel guilty and go to jail is that the lesson that guilt is overwhelming i don't know maybe that's the lesson hmm. i don't know what the lesson was i i listened to the story and i thought the storytelling was pretty cool like i'm not trying to diss her like in that regard because i actually really dig it and i felt the same way as i went through all three of them she describes a lot of stuff that happens but i don't know what the fucking lesson is yeah i i can't i i don't know if it's like because she's like shouting out like the i think it's slick rick or whatever like the old timey track that she's shouting out um i don't know if it's just because she's calling to that but like for real it just kind of sounds like a bunch of troubled people in these three stories had really shit lives and due to poor decisions stuff happened to them but like if the lesson is don't make bad choices i'm like come on like like it's a weird lesson that like to exemplify like i can't figure out the greater parable that is so exemplified by the chorus the lesson of today you have to listen to each and every song. like why i could i didn't really need to to get the lesson of your song is i guess my point mm -hmm. like you know like when you hear something like that you're expecting some illmatic breakdown of fucking dense poetry put together but not i mean look i know I'm, I'm, I'm nitpicking a little bit but every time i heard the chorus on this i then thought back to the lessons in the songs and i'm like specifically i can't find a lot of lessons i can find some generalized lessons but going through the this individual stories it feels like don't be born in the wrong place and that is the lesson like it's hard like life's fucking hard yeah i'm not sure what the like you know what i'm saying like maybe y'all are disagreeing with me and being like that fucking honky don't know shit about shit and fair enough y'all can correct me in the comments on this one but I feel like Rod Digger was like, yo, this is the deepest shit I ever wrote. These are moral lessons of like the fucking era based on that hook. And I'm just not getting that vibe. And then there's the, the weird, my album is over, but I'm giving you some bonus tracks skip. But yo, Buster Rhymes, this shit's coming too. And then here's the next one. And that was so weird. It was like, that's like a commercial for like the next dude's albums which i guess is nice for like squad and shit but still fucking weird yeah yeah i definitely never heard heard that before um yeah what did you give this one uh i gave it a 4.35 it's a cool track i think without the outro bit it would have been an interesting end to this album but it's mm -hmm. not the end of the album and there's that weird skit that kind of hurts the song a bit yeah yeah i also gave this one a 4.35 um like this one is you know there is that more of like an actual story here kind of going on and you know we're sort of learning about you know a little bit about her and like her family and you know that like i to be fair i definitely i think i got like some things mixed up so you know this isn't 100 percent, but like just sort of like they've had like struggles and um like her siblings sort of like help each other out because you know and like help her you know to be successful um because their parents passed away like that's what i took from that um so her brothers and her sisters like help each other out and like that's what they do and like they have each other's backs and um like some one of her siblings or some of her siblings seem to have, like have some problems and then like on like the second verse it kind of sounds like her brother is more like a friend like and so i wasn't sure if she was like talking about her actual brother or if she was just like my brother this guy blah 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 like and just 
like a friend of hers. So that's where I kind of got a little bit confused because it didn't necessarily sound like her brother that she was still talking about, but I'm sure <coughs> it probably still is. Um, and like, again, just kind of like the troubles of like finding, you know, their way and trying to be successful, but the realities of life and, you know, and just like the impact of having lost parents, um, that, you know, can have like on you uh, for life. Like the, her brother's all like the first brother goes to jail and the next two die. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So then there's definitely like trouble with like drugs and, you know, like her brother is getting in trouble and, you know, people want to like take him out and, you know, he's been up to no good. And, you know, and I think that like women are pissed off with him and I think men are pissed off with him. And so he's got trouble all around. Um, and it sort of sounds like a song that she wanted to make for her brother to hear, like just to kind of be, you know, like, this is for you. Like I'm telling you, you know, your story, like I want you to like hear the reality of it. And like, you know, just kind of, it made it felt a little bit more like she wrote this like for a reason like for, like for her, like something personal um i don't know i liked the outro i thought it was okay and um yeah it just kind of is talking about like she is who she is and like that's what it is and um i don't know it felt a little bit different um and i appreciated the story so like that there was like a little bit more variety i mean it's basically like nearly the end of the album and we're kind of getting this you know something that's a little bit different so i like that um yeah so 4.4.35 for me fair enough i don't know I, again like it's not that the track is poor in any way i just felt the the chorus was like a little a little much for what was the the storytelling yeah. is amazing mm-hmm. like if she had flipped it to like these are the tragic tales that happen mm-hmm. like all of a sudden the whole song would be fucking great in my opinion in, in like that regard anyway yeah it's fine the next track is called handle your bi I mean, this one just kind of keeps up the braggadocia situation. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got her shit together. She handles her world. She's fucking dope. I like it. I feel like it's another one of those calling card tracks. Um, she's putting out this project. She's got faith that it's going to carry her to the next thing. She's got everything she needs to be there. Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot more to comment on it in terms of specific lines. I think it's pretty great in the delivery i like the way um she kind of bounces off the different ad libs in this track i think she does utilize them in a cool way it's pretty fun um the beat's got a great little swagger to it i don't know it's a, it's a, it's a decent track um i could say it definitely feels a little more on the like it's kind of like she prefaced it as a bonus track on purpose because she knew that it kind of felt a little b-sidey so it does it's kind of cool but like because she prefaced it like that i guess i was just kind of like all right it's fine it's a nice extra track where it feels like she just flossed a little bit and just kind of had a little more fun with it without worrying about this one being like the most pristine you know like pristine like fucking raw super cut track it's just more like her just flexing for a little bit almost like off like if you told me this was off the dome completely i wouldn't be like surprised kind of thing so i like the energy on it and i gave it a 4.35 yeah um i gave it the same thing again uh 4.35 it the beat sounded familiar again like it just there's something about like her beats or like you know they're I don't know. It just sounds like something that I've heard before. Or maybe I've just heard this album before and, like, no, I can't place it, it. It's absolutely a lot of this is the equivalent of auto-tune rap 
honestly for the era hmm. i know that's gonna sound like a fucking weird thing to some people but like when you people go auto-tune rap they're often talking about trap drums this that like there's a whole formula of a sound right this sounds like a lot of pop shit of that time in my opinion based around that like busta rhymes sound that could be it yeah and for we, sure. we've reviewed a bunch of stuff that is in the era of it that sounds sound. like that yeah so you've heard the stuff that inspired this or is inspired by this or all of that like era you've heard it all and um i i do feel that like this like beat sounds like a whole bunch of other shit. it does not come off like a distinct sound for raw digga it sounds like raw digga on other people's sounds i think that's a great way to actually put what i think i was trying to describe earlier yeah. in this album review yeah that's fair um yeah anyways it definitely sounds familiar um I, I like what she's saying on this one i like how she's saying it you know she's basically kind of summarizing that she's using everything that she's learned in life to be successful to rise to the top and there's nothing like her and you know she can't be stopped so yeah 4.35 i don't have much else to say about this one all right so the last track is called clap your hands this track is pretty banging this is one of the best songs on the album in my opinion so it is a bonus track i don't know this is fucking nuts this song is so good uh the beach just again a complete stereotype of the times like i don't feel like there's any like distinction to it in terms of like like uh i couldn't it doesn't feel like it's like i don't know you get what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. it, it flows in the same vein as that uh, of being in 2000s but it just it just hits hard in a way that i really enjoy and the way she rides that you know the way that she structured this to like did not tell everybody how you came up with your name what was it like trying to get up in the game and then the way she just proceeds to spit like answering herself and then she keeps that up for the whole song so that it almost reminds me a little bit of what's my name by dmx in the way mm. that structure with almost a call and answer response to it and that's fucking hype, right? Because you can almost see like the crowd on this one if they know the track really well, asking her this shit and then her like responding to it in that way, and then she delivers, right? And it just feels like a culmination of a lot of the stuff we've heard on this album. But to me, it's just like really dope because she pivots topics almost every fucking time. Um, but like. <sighs> proceeded to come through the one thing i couldn't figure out is she's like uh fuck around and ride the train say no say my voice too mainly can't understand me no album out super bitch want a grammy i'm like i couldn't find out where she won a grammy i don't know if she really did win a grammy i couldn't find a record of that so if she did i was hoping somebody could let me know in the comments um otherwise yeah i think this is one of the better ones on this album i think she hates it it's just got a lot of great rhymes in it the way she delivers it is cool but the way like she delivers it stands out 18 tracks into an 18 track project right and i think that makes it extra exceptional in my opinion so i get this a 4.5 and i think it's an excellent way to for the, the album to close out for me yeah um i mean she's just kind of saying like she's like a tomboy and how she kills it and like who she is and like she really must have like, a lot of people telling her that she's like manly or she sounds manly since she keeps bringing it up like on a lot of her tracks um but you know life's life i guess um so yeah i don't know decent energy decent beat for me it like it wasn't like over the top but um it was it was good it was another good one i gave it a four on five fair enough um i like this album if we talk about the album as a whole mm -hmm. i think it's really strong start for rod digger um we've touched on it a whole bunch especially in the second part i give it a 4.37 um 
I think Rod Digga's performance is absolutely of the tier that we would call anyone a classic on. But whoever executive produced this project made some choices that dated the shit out of it. Like, they wanted this to sell. That's why I kept bringing up the flip mode and stuff. Because right. it's like, it, it, you, that's the label, right? That's the group that made this happen. And I feel like they made a lot of choices that hurt this album. And let's say we'd gotten a lot, the entire thing had been that gritty, straight spitting, uh, part two kind of sound. A lot of the stuff Knots did was like top tier. Even the ones where I complained a little bit, <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I can admit that his production is like absolutely, like it stands out. Um, I'm saying there's something there was something off about a lot of those songs, like the funner songs. Right. So like half this album is like really fun, and half this album is like really like really ridiculous in terms of like and so it's like it's a weird mix that doesn't absolutely vibe well track to track. Some of them are, but where she hits, she hates. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, it it just feels like it's not Rod Digga's fault. It's like the shit around Rod Digga that wasn't as fun. And the posse cuts are all good. Like I want to give this album a lot of props. Like I really enjoyed listening to it. There's just it's just something about it that felt kind of weird. So I, I feel weird calling it it a classic. Whereas I feel like Rod Digga's performance is classically awesome. I don't know if that I, makes I sense. I agree with you. Yeah, like I, I gave this album a four point two five on five, so it's not a bad grade. Um, but like I would, I was really thinking about it, and like I just found that like I don't know if I would necessarily call this a classic. But like I agree, like she has like you know, there's definitely some like great songs on here, and there's definitely some you know, you know, bangers, and you know, ones that she's really like she really you know she really is talented and she's really good and everything like that but like for me like i just felt like there wasn't a lot to work with it was quite repetitive in terms of like the topics that she was covering and like what she was saying not not how she was saying it because that's always you know it was really cool but um like i just found that there was like a lack of like I don't know. There wasn't any. Really, it wasn't really anything about her. Like I wanted to hear more about her and her own story, and we didn't get that until like almost like the end of the album, um, like even like a little bit. And you know, maybe she did that on um, you know later albums. I I would have to check that out. But like I just feel like it should have been like kind of sprinkled in a little bit more than just kind of like here's a, like you know on track seventeen you'll kind of get to know a little but bit about a, her and her family. But just to like counter that, most MCs of that era aren't really doing a lot of the personal shit it's a lot of Maybe. the bars it's a lot of that until like that one random story track tucked deep in the album and like i'm trying to think of examples where a lot of these rappers are getting personal we get some weirdly abstract shit with far side but we're talking like this kind of rap these kind of rappers i don't know i just feel like more more could have been discussed like busto rhymes isn't telling us about himself no, <laughs> but like he's also exceptional. I don't know. I mean, not that I'm saying that she's not exceptional, I but think like she stands up like, well next I to him. I think like no, I, yes, I agree, but I don't. I don't but, know. Like you I'm put saying. on like a Puff Daddy album, it's not gonna be yeah, personal. Yeah, that's not gonna be. But I, I'm saying, but at least think he's about, gonna like try. <laughs> I don't know. Not, not for personal. I don't know. It's gonna be I grandiose. But we've a lot of the classic West albums we talked about of like the, this kind of rap. Like let's say the more bars driven. Like it's not personal. It, it's rare that they really go into themselves. They talk about who they are now, what they have now, what they can do now. They can talk sometimes about the struggle of whatever. Mm -hmm. And then I felt like as much as anybody else, she sprinkled it in throughout the whole project. 
And okay. that last track was a little more like storytelling-esque. I'll give you that. But I'm just saying it's not that different than what other people are doing. No, I guess not. And maybe she just... I don't know. Maybe she just hangs out and smokes weed all the time, so she doesn't really have, like, any sort of, like, drama or anything to talk about. But, like, I mean, I guess if she's talking about, like, her parents dying, then that's pretty, that's pretty that dramatic, like, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't know that I was her so much as the story she crafted to teach. I actually liked what you said about the brother thing because you're right. It sounded mm-hmm. like she was trying to tell somebody something, like, pay yeah. attention. Yeah. But, like, I, I did not take that like it was literally her. I took it like she made up a whole story to like convey it because that's a tragic tale. Everybody died in that. All three of the brothers are like one of them goes to prison and the other two die. That's a serious fucking story that would have probably been all over a Wikipedia page. Yeah. Anyway, that's how I look at it. To me, it's just this was an album crafted about lyricism for like people into lyricism mixed with some pop, like weird pop. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I appreciate what you're saying. There's a lot of people who also want that more personal connection. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong with it. I'm saying that I don't think it's that different than what others are doing in this era. But, again, a lot of those albums aren't classics. A lot of those albums maybe aren't timeless. And maybe had she not been a female, she wouldn't have been reviewed. Um, I don't know about that, but okay. Yeah. How many people from, like, two? honestly, we barely touched that decade that era no, of music we have who luda one time like that's People? it <laughs> we've missy was late 90s i'm saying we have barely touched the year 2000 in that era of music we've barely gone there because we'll, we'll have to i think it's a saturatedly weird music era that maybe i don't know what are the classics that come from like 2000 to 2005 like because i don't i really don't think i mean we've we did all. um in the club or was that, was that the yeah name 50 cent get cent? richard i cry uh, so what's yeah, the the non-shady aftermath stuff uh that came from that era i guess jay-z because we haven't done any of them maybe we should i don't know that's what i'm saying like yeah. I, I don't know what would have happened like is it will we anyway i don't know where i'm going with this i just feel like like i wonder a lot about the branding on this album because it seems like I don't know. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that she's a woman, I don't know that this album would have got reviewed. And then that seems weird because she's such a talented MC, but it seemed like she got fucked on branding. Like, I don't yeah. know. That's just what it feels like to me. And it feels like a weird topic to bring up because sometimes I don't know if I'm talking out of my ass on this camera, which makes me nervous because y'all are like, you get the occasional person who doesn't watch me all the time who this is the only video they're going to see. Anyway, I guess that's good enough to like call it quits. I don't know if you have more to say. No, nah, I'm good. Anyway, we appreciate y'all being here. Yep. Let us know in the comments what you think about any of it. You can like the video. If you like if the you new did. lighting. Um, definitely subscribe to the channel for more content. Special thanks to the patrons. Ismail Gadamsi, Chris Power, Jonathan Barnes, DG Blacker, Kent Linda Williams, uh, Scribble. They're dope. Support what we do. If you want to also support what we do, you can check that out on the Patreon. I make music, like I said. Links on the channel in the description. All that good stuff. And yeah, uh, cool. Thanks. Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye, guys.